What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy Art Dog here with your homeboy MJ Gunner. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This dude, every single week, man. man. You got to be creative with it. Man, and we had a great episode last week, right? We did too, brother. I think it was good. I think this new format works. And of course, you know we ain't by ourselves this week. Not this week. Ro, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, man. Ro, Ro the showstopper, whatever you want to call me. But I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I promised I would do this. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. We're going to give this All a right. try, see what's going on. Y'all already know we're going to review Raw Smackdown NXT. And then we're going to be talking about a topic that we stay on to hopefully get everybody garnered in on this thing. Uh, let's start off with Raw, dog. Uh, the highlight, of course, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, all on the same page. What you think? Man, I saw it. I, I kind of... I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of like that. And if you think about it, the seeds was kind of planted a little bit early, earlier. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, remember, take Dean Ambrose out of the equation for a second. Mm-hmm. You had Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler going at it over the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. And then and then you had this, this crazy night where Roman was fighting twice. He had a match, I think he teamed with Lashley against the Revival yeah. in the main event. But before mm-hmm. that, he had teamed up with Seth to face, to, to face off against Ziggler and McIntyre. Yeah. Now, the crazy thing about it was a lot of people were saying, oh, well, he didn't really need the Shield. And the Shield's covering up for Roman. But didn't Roman do that for Seth? I think so. Seth got beat down in that ring. And not only that, uh, I think they tried one week where they were going to have Roman fight twice again, and Baron Corbin says, no way. Right, that ain't happening. And Seth had to go out there for handicap. Mm -hmm. But I like it, though. I like where they're going with it. I mean, it's kind of, for me, like we only had, what, two weeks of it? We saw the Shield beat down Braun, then we saw Braun basically take out the whole shield. So mm-hmm. so on Monday I'm thinking something something serious about to go down. It's it's so gotta I'm be something. Yeah. It's gotta be something. See, uh I'm on the fence about this one because we've had the shield kind of reintroduce us maybe four times now, mm-hmm. and I don't really mm-hmm. know what to think of it this time around. Not only that, uh, they beat up the shield separately, so each one of them came out one by one, right. and they didn't get beat up together, which doesn't really show the dominance of Dolph Ziggler and Braun Strowman True. and Drew McIntyre. Well, I don't really know where to uh, land with this. You know, I can't make heads or tails with it. I really don't know what they're doing. I mean, one week the shield's back and they're all gun ho and everybody's got their vests on. And I'm thinking, oh, man, they're about to come out as a united front and they're about to run the yard. It's going to be great, man. I get my hopes up. And then this week they come out and they're all separate. They got their T-shirts on. And I'm looking at it like, this ain't really the shield to me. No, it just feels like three people thrown together again. Right. And then I just don't know where to land with the Strowman and Ziggler and McIntyre thing. And everybody I think everybody's wanting to yell heel turn, heel turn and Strowman, but I just I just think we need to uh, see where it lands. Because yeah. for all we know so let me ask you. Yeah what's up? Would it really even do him any justice to turn heel at this point? I don't because think so. If turns heel everybody's going to cheer. Well we talked about it. 
We talked about it last week about whether the era of good guys and bad guys yeah. is dead or not. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there's okay. really no such thing as a good guy anymore. So what really mm-hmm. is a heel turn? It's hey, not what, what I saw. I don't out. think so. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I think Stormy is going to be doing... Tommaso Ciampa seems to be your ideal heel right now. I, I don't think anybody's yeah. doing it better than him. Yeah. Maybe the Miz. I don't, yeah, I don't think so either. Right behind him. Yeah, I don't but, think so man. either. And not only that, like, it, it comes to a point where a person is liked so much, no matter what, mm-hmm. they're, what they do, they're going to get cheered for it. True. And Braun's probably one of those guys. He's the probably the biggest spot monkey that they have right now. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah, because all he does is huge spots, flipping over ambulances and stages and breaking ladders and stuff like that. That's what people love about him. That's what really got him over. You want to see what he's going to flip over next. So what is going to be an actual heel turn for him? Nothing. I don't think that this was really a heel turn. He's not going to do anything differently. He's still going to be the same Braun Strowman. Right. For all we know. If anything, this was a heel turn for Roman. For all we know. It seemed like it. They it, could it just did seem be, like it, um, especially that week where they where they tore Braun up. I thought that yeah. okay, well, I guess everybody finally getting what they wanted. Me yeah. personally, I'm a I'm, I like Roman Reigns. Like I don't have a problem with him. Me too. I, I like mean, Roman. but he'll turn him in. It wouldn't make me any different. It seems to me almost every single person that we had on the show, no one has mm-hmm. a problem with Roman. So where are all the Roman haters coming from? I don't man, really mess with them, to be honest. <laughs> I, I feel like, man, it all, it all came from what I what I, I remember when the CM Punk podcast came out. If you go back on WWE Network and you watch any Raw before that CM Punk podcast, you heard the crowd going crazy for Raw. I know this because I actually took time out to go do it myself because I wanted to figure out where this came from. Now, I remember Roman also got hurt. Yeah. He got hurt. He had a, I think, a herniated disc or something like that. Yeah. He had to get taken out of a pay per view. Yeah, that was he when Rusev kicked him in the stomach and blew his butthole out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he ended up getting booed as soon as he came back. Yeah. Now, uh, he, he came back after the podcast came out. So I'm like, man, I, I really hope that everybody didn't listen to what CM Punk said. The same guy who just walked out of the company now. You listened to him, and then you just started booing the man for no reason. Now, Thank that's when you started hearing all the... Roman can't wrestle. He's not good on the microphone. No. You go back, you go back in history and listen to a lot of the former WWE champions or WWF champions. Some of them weren't very good on the microphone. They didn't stop you from liking them. No, like, not only that, I times, think... Chris Benoit. I think the, that man could not talk. Go ahead. The fact that the machine was behind Roman. I think yeah, that's what yeah. it is too. Because every single like executive in there, when you ask them who's the next big star, three year, three, four, five years ago, they all mm-hmm. said Roman Reigns, Michael Hayes, Paul Heyman, uh, Vince McMahon. The fans thought that too. Because mm-hmm. they were Rumble, when Batista won, the fans wanted Roman to win. Yeah. I think what it is that we just love to be we just love to go against whatever we're given. Like, no, we don't want this. We want something else. And are all like, well, too bad. This is what you're getting and then 
You got a rebellion on your hands. Yeah, to me, that was the highlight of Raw. I actually wanted to yeah. point point out the match between the B team and the Revival too. Yeah, what's up with oh, that yeah. match? Yeah, it was it was it was actually a really good match. But the Revival beat the crap out of the B-Team at they the did. end. They did. And basically shitted on the whole tag division. Well, because I think the Revival has a point. Like, the Raw tag team division, it's not where it should be. Like, if you look at SmackDown's tag team division right now, I think that they're sorry to new heights. But they keep barely get off the ground on Raw. I mean, if the Revival does win and they're the bad guys... Who's the good guy they're gonna face off with? Like, uh, there's a, there's got to be a good enough team to challenge the revival. You're or absolutely right. They're not really gonna do much. They did just put the ascension against Bobby Lashley by himself, and he squashed them. Yeah, that 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 was sad. That was sad, especially due to the fact that if you watched NXT back when the ascension was on there, handling the business, mm-hmm. they should not be getting beat like that. Like yeah. I was upset. I'm not gonna lie to you. It took everything in me for me not to throw my beard at the TV. Yeah, that is, <laughs> like that is insane. That is awesome. insane when they call these teams up and shit on them the way they do because the Ascension yeah, did have did. a huge backing. Exactly yeah, they and they but ran they NXT for like a year. I don't know who will go against the Revival, honestly. I mean, to me, the Raw brand only has two tag teams that anybody really cares about. And that's the Revival and the Authors of Pain. But the Authors of Pain has been... Going against Titus and Apollo. Nobody yeah. really cares about that. No, yeah, but nobody cares. I think that's done, though. I think that's, right. I think that's just about done. And I think Titus and Apollo probably going to end up breaking up. But, yeah, yeah. That, um, the Office of Pain is the only team I can see doing it. As far as Titus and uh, Apollo go... I think they need to focus more on Dana Brooke. I think they have a diamond in the rough and they're wasting it. Oh, man. I I enjoyed so much seeing her back in the ring this week. I mean, yeah. She she looked really good in that match with Sacha Banks, too. She goes out there. I think she she looked really good. good. She's not not as bad as most people think. Right. It's just that accent, that Minnesota. (laughs) Even though she's from Ohio. Well, it's Midwest. I don't know where that comes from. It's Midwest. Yeah. But she's dope, though, and yeah, they need to is. focus on her, and they need to start giving us some storylines for these women so we can get ready for evolution. Speaking of women, uh, yeah. you hear the Bellas are going to be back next week on The Raw? Bellas are going to be Bellas back. The Bellas are back. Uh, Ro, what do you think of the Bellas coming back to Raw next week? I'm not that excited about it. I, I mean, am so excited. I've never really been a Bella fan. Oh, my God, uh, man. What is up with all the Bella haters on this show? I, I mean, keep I, saying I, mean, I'm, I, I like Grief, but I don't care for Nikki. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Every <laughs> week. If you just every know. week I have to know. Every week I got to no, fight for my love. No, please. If you just know what. about herself that makes you not like her. Like, every just, time she steps out, it's like, okay, she's just, she knows she's better than everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, the worst female except for Alicia Fox. My God, man. They be shooting me in the chest no, no. like Nikki ain't the best. Oh, oh man. man. If you just know what kind of like can of worms you just opened, brother. <laughs> I cannot believe these people. I mean, okay. hey, it's okay. I'm just keeping Relax. it real, man. I cannot Nikki's believe everybody. Good. Everybody thinks because Nikki's pretty that she's not a good rep. Nikki no. is one of the best women I am excited. How about that? No. Let's just leave it at that. Come on. I cannot wait to see Nikki Bella in the ring. Let's hash this out after if you want to hash Let's, this out. If we're going to talk about women, then we got to talk about Becky and Charlotte. 
Oh, Let's yeah. move on to SmackDown. SmackDown. Becky is doing it. I think so, too. She's running with this heel thing. She's doing pretty yeah, well. I mean, heel we keep saying heel. We keep saying heel, but, but she's just true. upset. Yeah, she is. Yeah, and she, she should be. Right. I think I she mean, has I, every I, right. I was upset for her. Me, too. Thank you, Ro. I'm but just... There's no reason why Charlotte should have been in that match as far as I was concerned. Man, because Charlotte's she just came back from an injury. Charlotte's the greatest. Like, no she reason. just thrown into the match. I mean, we knew she was going to beat Carmella. You knew that before the match even happened. Now, I'm, I am. I'm giving Becky big props because... For one, I just didn't think she'd be able to run with it. First off, I got to see her in the match with this new persona. Because mm-hmm. all she's mm-hmm. been doing is attacking Charlotte. She hasn't wrestled anybody. She hasn't done anything yet. I want to see her come out to the ring. Yeah, That's going to really tell the difference on what she's doing right now. Because if she doesn't point at anybody or smile or dance or throw up anything, she got me. But dog, no, no, I think that uh, we should actually. I think she needs a music change. I think that uh, we should not just gloss over the fact that Carmella pretty much dominated that smack that woman's title match, didn't she? Yeah, she, she was did. doing yeah. a thing there. She's getting better, man. I think so too. Like, like, and she's never gonna get the respect she probably deserves because people just got it in their mind to not like her. And when people don't like somebody, they won't give them any respect. And, and I was one of those people. I was one of them that really talked down on Carmella about her wrestling oh, skills. And the past and the past two months, Carmella shut me the fuck up. Like, she's been yeah. doing her thing, and people just won't acknowledge it. Carmella shut me right up. I'm not even going to yeah, lie. Carmella's, Carmella's doing her thing, man. Yes, yeah, she is. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a little upset. With the whole women's uh, title picture on SmackDown, because I'm like, okay, Naomi don't get a shot at the belt no more. I mean, that's my favorite woman on the roster. Everybody knows she was Mm -hmm. getting scrubbed by the Iconics, and I'm like, don't tell me y'all bring your cameras back. (laughs) I mean, it looks like she needs some help out there. The only person. Everybody knows that my dream Uh, match is Naomi versus Ember Moon. Because I believe those are the two most athletic women. If yeah. you throw Bianca Belair in there in a triple threat, that's my that'll be my favorite match of all time. I don't even care if they do the finger touch or don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, Naomi has had her run. She had a really long, really nice run. And mm-hmm. I believe that it's her time to start making stars. And she can do it. Yeah. I think so, too. I want to see her turn. Like, I know we just did this talk about the face turn, the heel turns yeah. and stuff. I wouldn't mind her going back to her um, team bad days just without Tamina and, and Sasha behind no, her. No, she really I does need some help. Like no, she needs some help. Tamina would be a, a nice asset. But, Tamina gets hurt every three weeks, man. I mean, I don't, man, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I'll put too much stock behind Tamina right there. She always getting hurt. She hurt now. Yeah, that's so, true. I don't know. I mean, if she can stay healthy, cool. But man, Tamina stays hurt, and that's a shame too. Because I thought Tamina was okay. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we've all seen worse. Yeah, now, I mean, she, Tamina she's was far dope. from the worst. So. I was a really big fan of hers, and I always thought that she had potential to really be champion. And every single time she gets that that momentum behind her, it Some just gets stopped dead ahead. 
You know, the yeah. la- last time her dad died, she was just mm-hmm. getting up there, and you know, Jimmy Snooker passed, and yeah. this she got hurt right behind that, and then she comes back and gets hurt immediately yeah. after that. That's kind of you know, it's like Bob Holly syndrome. Yeah, you remember yeah. Hardcore yeah. back in the day? Yeah, Hardcore Holly. I just believe should have been champion at some point in time. And every single time he starts to build up momentum. Time, yeah. Something. Yeah. Something happens. He just, he just built a bad hand, man. Yeah. Man. I, he, he just gonna go down on that list. When people talk about, hey, who was your favorite wrestler or who you thought should have been champion and never got the belt, he's on that list. He yeah. has to be. And I will I mean, say, he might not be on a lot of lists, but he better damn sure be oh. on that best dropkick list. Woo, that oh, man yeah. can throw oh, one. Yeah. That dropkick is nice, though. That man yeah, that threw one of the Kicks in the business. It was like old school Randy drop yes, kicks. Man. I mean, Randy used to get up there too. Bob Holly was pure technique. He was. Man. Yeah. But yeah, we're getting off. Right. I wanted to mention also from SmackDown the bar. Uh, the the bar, bar did get their victory, and they're probably gonna be facing the new because they have not been the shining point on SmackDown, to say the least. No, not at all. I don't know what it is. But I'm not gonna lie to you. I was not going for the bar in that match. I really wanted the Colognes to win. <laughs> and I don't even know why. That was their first match in like, what, two years or something? And they, and they, they did show up. They did. The they time. showed up. Backcrackers in store for everybody. Oh, man, that double oh, backcracker was pretty wanted, sweet, man. though. I wanted them to win so bad. Yeah. And and it was, it was a really good match. And, uh... You know, the good brothers just couldn't pull it out because that's who brothers, I just thought I was, was going to win. Them. I, thought, I was hoping for the good brothers, but they couldn't do you it know, either. You know, I really thought that Gallows and Anderson had this in the bag, and the bar pulled it out. Right, so, I don't know what I don't really know what WWE is doing with them. I don't know like, either. It's kind of hard to figure out what they're doing with them. I, I, mean, I think some of these tag teams need to be on Raw, and that'll put a right. more shining point on yeah. it. Like, because this week they're having another triple threat, right? Yeah, this week yeah, coming up is yeah. another triple threat. That's seven, at least seven tag teams. Yeah, including the New Day. That's yeah. seven tag teams. And right now, yeah. Raw only has three that we can think of. Three or four. You know, yeah. and, and another tag team when when Ambrose and, and Seth Rollins right, when they, they feel like team they're together. separated right yeah. now. Rollins is an IC champ, so yeah, yeah. Send uh, another draft shit right. would be. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I would not. My feelings would not be hurt if the Usos won. I would not mind seeing the Usos in New Day again. Man, I mean, that would be that that's, great. Bias, though, to me. I'm a Usos fan. That's so, the greatest tag team feud. Of this era right here. It was. I feel the same way. Of the PG era. Because I don't think no tag match would top the one that they had at... Uh, I think it was like the Royal Rumble kickoff Summer or something. Slam kickoff. Summer Slam kickoff. And then that Hell in the Cell yeah, that they had. Oh, man, that yeah. Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Every single time I watched... They always stole the show. They stole the show yeah. every single time. And I wouldn't be they mad agree. at that at all. But I think the Bludgeon Brothers are going to win this. Brother Brothers are still out. Uh, oh, yeah, Rowan's hurt. Yeah, that's why the tag team titles are probably taking off of them. Right, the Brother Brothers are still out. Well, my bad. <laughs> I thought that they were going to be in this triple threat uh, this week. Uh, so but, uh, we got to see what other tag teams. But anyway, uh, so one of the biggest rivalries going on SmackDown right now is the 
The Miz and Maurice and Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. <laughs> and I got to The husband and wife. I got to say, kudos to Maurice, man, because you know she's getting in the ring yeah. against doctor's orders. She just had a baby, and she's jumping right back in. And she hit that French kiss this week. Yeah, she did. And I was in it. I was in it. And, and let's not gloss over oh, yeah. the fact that CN and Daniel Bryan did have a classic. That was a really good match. That was. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just hoping that Maurice actually gets in the ring this time. You know, when WrestleMania, was, not this past WrestleMania, but mm-hmm. one before this one, when Cena and Nikki. Yeah, that was a squash Maurice, match. She was yeah. barely even in the ring. Yeah, but it was now, a squash. You know, due to the fact that you just said, you know, against Dr. Zorzka, I forgot all about that, but you're right. Like, she might not be in the ring that much. Well, I don't, I hope not. I hope not, but she's still doing it. The fact that she's doing it, period. Yeah, that that right there, that that says a lot. Because she don't have to do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I like Brie Bella. I'm not going to lie. Brie, I don't have a problem with Brie. Now, Nikki, that's for another day. That's for after the show goes off the air. My God, <laughs> what is people's beef with Nikki Bella? Anyway, dude, come on. Back to the, back to the story. Goes, Nikki's, Nikki's good in the looks department, but wrestling-wise, nah, man. Nah. <laughs> I'm not I even gonna... Nikki when it comes to my, her ability, man. My freaking God, Nikki's one of the greatest. No, don't blow your stack. NXT, dude, NXT. <laughs> But anyway, back to NXT. He wants to take me there on my show. Don't, don't, Anyway, back, he's literally about to blow a stack in this car. (laughs) But anyway, NXT. I can't believe this. I cannot. NXT. uh, I like to talk about Lars Sullivan uh, showing back up, though, because he was, because I think he's a pretty dominant force down there. And seeing him attack EC3. And then coming in a well, ring we and didn't attacking see his opponent. Him attack he attacked EC3. EC3. We saw him. Just like we didn't see him attack Aleister Black. He didn't attack Aleister Black. I but don't he think. was in the parking lot. But we saw him attack EC3, though. He was literally right there. He was walking away. Art. We don't know what happened. Who are we talking about? We're Lars talking Sullivan. about Lars Sullivan showing back up in oh. NXT. Yeah, oh, big guy. Yeah, I, I, like, I like Lars Sullivan. Me too. Come on. I like Lars Sullivan, man. Count me out on that For a dude his size. For a dude Man, that size. dude can go, man. My hey, God. I like Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan I, is not I thought he was going to beat Alistair Black. I forgot what takeover that was. I forgot which one it was, man. But it was, he, that, that one with... Um, that, that, uh, what's the name of that? Black Mass. The Black Mass? Yeah, one that broke his jaw. Well, the first one, the yeah, wind that, hit him. That kick was mm-hmm. way off. Yeah, the first one, the wind hit him and knocked him down. Right. And then the second and third one, Alistair said, I bet you I'll miss this time. And he broke the man's jaw. And broke his jaw. But anyway, I think that uh, Lars Sullivan is a breath of fresh air in that NXT heavyweight title division because he's one of the only ones down there who's actually a heavyweight wrestler. Like, if if NXT didn't exist, 85% of those guys wrestling for the NXT title will be on 205 Live. And that wouldn't be a bad thing. It wouldn't be a bad thing. I'm just saying it's called the NXT heavyweight title. And Lars Sullivan adds to the heavyweight part. 
You know, he does yeah. a pretty good job. And he moves pretty good That's, for a big that man. That actually is true. But technically, 95% of the people that held that belt were small. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. There's, true, there's not a lot of uh, little guys. There's not a lot of big guys no. down there. Because Neville held it. Ballard should be Ballard. And he's what, 190 pounds? And bro, yeah, like 190. Ballard, you know my sentiment on him. Here we go. He deserves Stop. to be on 205 Live. That's the guy that y'all need to be talking about. Ain't that great of a wrestler? No, he please. doesn't have any moves in his repertoire. But you're gonna talk about Nikki Bella? Oh my God, Finn Balor is trash. Nikki's trash, man. She's better than Finn Balor, dude. So bad about this conversation. I think you know that Nikki Bella's trash deep down inside. No, I don't. Nikki Bella is one of the greatest personalities to ever touch down in WWE. I don't get why people hate her so much. Hey, hey, can we just not talk about Nikki Bella? I'm begging. Please. Nikki Bella is the longest reigning Divas champion in WWE history. You know what? And there's a reason why. Go ahead. There's a reason why. Go ahead. You can both talk Nikki Bella right now. The reason why. I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. The reason why Nikki Bella is one of the greatest Divas champions of all time is because Nikki Bella is one of the greatest characters that there was of all times. She was the reason that you guys hate pretty girls. Yes. Yes. I bet you. I bet you. I can tell. Finn Balor wrestles the same as the demon as he does as a regular person. And you're going to sit here and tell me he's a better wrestler than Nikki Bella? Dog. Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella was. You can say what you want to about the greatest people. Everybody's got their own opinions, guys. Can we please stop talking about Nikki Bella? Nikki Bella is definitely in the top five greatest women of all time. Begging you to be the professional here. Please. Hold on, man. I got to know who your top five is. Go ahead. Give me the top five. It's got to be Charlotte's number one. Number one. Lita's number two. Lita's number two. Okay. Uh, I'll give Victoria number three. Victoria. Okay. I can respect that one. I'm going to give Nikki Bella number four. Number four. Oh, damn. And number okay. five, I'm going to give. <laughs> and, and number five, I'm going to give to Luna Vashon. Okay, Luna. Okay. Okay, so there was no jazz, no Jacqueline. They're not in the conversation. Yes, Jack. I mean, Jazz and Jacqueline is in the conversation, but I'm talking okay. about these are the women that took wrestling to another level. Okay, Jazz. And, no, don't get me wrong. Jacqueline probably was. Jacqueline would probably be number five. Like take out. You could take any of those out and put Jacqueline in because okay, you Jackie. Need take, you need to take Nikki out and put China in there if you want to talk about the women who actually meant something to the to that division. Yeah, but China was wrestling the guys, so she took the wrestling beat. You couldn't put her in the top five women. You got to put her in the top, like, ten wrestlers of all time. But technically, she did change the name. Because she, she, she changed change the game, for the women, game period. She did. She changed the game, period. So I would compare her to guys like Rock and Triple H and Shawn Michaels so you, and shit like oh, that. so you talking about strictly just the women. Just the women. Right. 
Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think Trish was pushed because of her looks. Cause then to be, you gotta remember, Trish demeaned women a lot. Also, she was like the one that was Vince was carrying her around on a leash in the ring. She did, she did. But Stratus did get better as a wrestler, though. She did. No, towards the end of her career, Trish became one of the greats. Right. But Lita wasn't doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Right, I'm not really yeah, going for you that. You broke that down, and a lot of people, when you ask them, okay, to back up what they just said, they can't do what you just did. Right. Now, so I, I respect your, I respect your list. You see, I'm just we respect saying. each other on this show. Not being it or not, I respect your list. Yeah, we respect each other on this show. Name, I can get behind that. It's, so, and okay. and that's just that's just how it is to me because I've been watching since the '80s. And I have to, and it's, I mean, honorable mentions, Sensational Sherry, changed the game for motherfuckers. Uh, Fabulous Moolah, completely changed it. Mae Young did Mm. something that nobody ever did, period, because she survived off of skits alone. Mm -hmm. I honestly think Natalia should have been on that list, though. Yeah, Natty. Natty. Natalia Natalia is really a, a, a damn good wrestler. Yeah, Natty's Natty's actually changed the whole modern era damn near by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But the, but ring, but Nikki took this game to another level because not only was she doing the total divas thing, but she was carrying the 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 whole division at that time. Especially right after AJ decided to just leave, and oh, AJ yeah, actually yeah. should be on the list too. Hey, she's another one of those people that I thought was um, overrated. Oh, um, man. That's not gonna be now, that's hitting MJ Gunner's soft spots right there. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm not going to blow my sack. <laughs> hey, but you can't <laughs> talk about it. Come on, dog. AJ Lee, Lee was overrated, and the only reason why she got, you know, all the publicity that she got as far as her wrestling ability goes, because at that time, she probably was the best wrestler out of the women's division with the exception yeah. of the time. But that's not saying I mean, much. Naomi was not where she is now. Right. Naomi glitched every match. She like, did. She, she was like... She was like the real life version of WWE 2K. Now I'm not, even, and I'm not even gonna lie. Before Nikki started training with John Cena, she wasn't that great of a wrestler. Like he likes yeah. posts, she but likes after body work, after she started working with Cena, she got this strong woman complex about herself and got this for real confidence in the ring that she really was the best. Now I, now I guess I want to be the tiebreaker here. I mean, I think that she's a good wrestler. You know, I don't think she's the greatest wrestler. Whoever lived, no, but didn't say that. I don't think she's the greatest wrestler in women's wrestling today, but you know, I think that she's a good wrestler. Well, I'm excited to see I mean, them return. When right. I put her up against her sister, I'm like, I, I like Brie better than I like Nikki. And that's I a mean, very good comparison because a hey, lot of people hey, do. Hey, who were the who was the last Bella at the Royal Rumble? So what? Who was the last Bella in the Royal Rumble? Okay. Who almost oh, eliminated Oscar? We all saw it, Art. It was Nikki. Okay. Now let's talk about the main event of NXT, please. (laughs) I never thought it had to be mediator here. Okay. Okay. The main event of NXT was, of course, Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight, and Ricochet versus the Undisputed Era, which they switched it up on them. Yep. They gave them Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Yep. Yeah. And, and I 
was a good match. All yeah, champs in the ring. She was a really good match. Personally, I think you can put any any one of those four men in the match with a bull. <laughs> they can have a good match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I really good. do like Adam Cole. Yeah, I like him. I, I like I like Pete Dunne, and it's crazy. Pete Dunne had to grow on me. I didn't like him when I first said. I me too. Bruce the man. Me too. MJ Gunner. He, he, he a bad dude. Now Ricochet, me, his his stuff speaks for itself. Yeah, this <laughs> man. This man Gunner been pushing the bruise away on me since he first debuted, and I'm like, I just didn't want to hear it for real. And the yeah. first match I watched of him was him and Tyler Bate, and it just stole yeah. the show for you me. You would learn, do you? I think you would learn by now to listen Everything, to me more. I, I, I should by now, you but should. you're still you're still a dumbass. To I'm me. just saying, <laughs> I've been right on a couple of more than a couple of occasions. Yeah, way you way more than a couple Rollins, of occasions. You didn't want to hear repeat done. Didn't. I had to push yeah. Enzo a big cast on you, and they grew on you. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, you told me <laughs> every, every single time, and I still won't listen to you. You still won't. I still. But anyway, it, it took me a minute to get to start liking him though, because every time I see him, he always he always look like he smells something bad or something. <laughs> but his face is always stretched up. It's been like how Regal used to be when he come out to the ring. Yeah. Style man, uh, some yeah, some spots yeah. I want to point out is that X plex that he did when Beautiful. he threw Cole on top of oh, yeah. uh, uh, Roger Strong. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. When uh, yeah, that, that X plex is something serious, man. Love that some, move. Something. My favorite move. Love that move. Yeah. I like that move. Uh, when Ricochet, of course, flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. My guy got like some of the smoothest aerials that I've seen. Ooh, that man! Yeah, I ain't never seen nothing like it in my life. Man. Adam I Cole, like of course, you. with the super kicks. The 80s. I ain't yeah. never seen nothing like this. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's it's just NXT is just the place to be right now. It is. It's just one yeah. of those spots where they're just snatching every independent star that they can find. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked that. Kenny Omega ain't decided to sign. He's being stubborn. No, I mean, I think the thing with Omega is, and I've heard this a lot, and I actually respect him a lot for this. He does not want to, he's got a lot of creative, he's got a lot of creative control uh, with him right now, and he doesn't really want to give it up. It's not about money for him. You can offer him all this money, he's not going to take it because he truly believes that New Japan has the best wrestling on the planet. Yeah. And that's where he wants to be. I can do nothing but respect him for that. Oh yeah, and uh I'm I'm a, we're we're gonna watch all in tomorrow. I'm going to get that mug tomorrow. Oh, we're that's gonna watch awesome. it and see what's going on because I get a lot of talk about New Japan all the time on here and I know we're really far behind because we're mm-hmm. watching the American version. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I wanted to watch some of the new stuff so I can catch up to what everybody else is at and see what all the hubbub is about. Right. You know what I, I mean? mean? I, 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 I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. But uh, I heard about it. I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, I guess it all depends on who you're talking to, though. Right. Some people are like, oh, it was okay. And yeah, some that was like, man, that was the shit. I mean, I, I think... Was, I haven't seen it. I really, truly believe that the only difference between the independent scene and WWE is like the head chair shots and the pile drivers and all the 
the mm. stuff that they can do to their head that they don't allow in WWE. That's yeah. I truly believe that. And if you think and about it, WWE has a reason. Yes. They yeah, they do. Have and, a good I, reason. and I've explained it before. Mm-hmm. After Eddie Guerrero's death and after Chris Benoit's death, they changed the policies. You just can't do that type of stuff anymore. Speaking of, yeah. on SmackDown, when Jeff Hardy was attacking Randy Orton, he didn't. He wanted to hit him in the head with a chair. He almost slipped yeah. up a few times, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's policy. You just can't do that. Yeah, and you know I what I mean. And I, f- right. yeah. yeah, and I feel it. that if you can, if you can manipulate your wrestling style to where you don't have to do that, that's what makes you one of the best. Right. Not the fact that yeah. you can drop a motherfucker on the head. Right. I just truly believe that once you get to WWE and you learn how to conform to a PG style to where the kids and the women and the men will love you or hate you. You got it. Right. You're there. And that's that's some of the things that, that a lot of people need to realize. I mean, it's not a it's not an easy trans it's not an easy transition here. You know, if you're going for doing one thing on the independent circuit, and then you have to come over here to the WWE and do something completely different, you know, it's it's pretty hard, and that's probably why yeah. some of these guys don't make it. Yeah, I think. At one time, the WWE wasn't. I mean, before the whole Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero mm-hmm. thing. WWE was doing the exact same stuff. Yeah, the exact same thing. And you never Mm -hmm. really heard about any other overseas uh, promotions then at the time because in order for you to stand out, you had to almost set yourself on fire, which is what ECW was doing. And besides, I mean, I don't think even if there was another company to really watch during that time, I don't think nobody would have really been able to compete with that ruthless aggression there, man. No way. You go back and you favorite era in history. Ruthless aggression. Thank you, bro. They were they were giving you everything that you wanted from the sex appeal to the violence to the skits to the comedy to to the promos the sad moments. They gave you everything you wanted. All the best wrestlers of the 90s in one place, you know, from ECW, you had your RVDs, WCW, you had your Booker T's, and your Ray Mysterio's, your Eddie Guerrero's, your Chris Benoit's, they're all in the same company now. All in the same company. That was dope. When you had somebody like a Kurt Angle who came in during the Attitude Era, Mm -hmm. that was Aggression Era was Kurt Angle's era right there. It was. Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. um, Chris Benoit, Randy Orton, Triple H, Triple H is big there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it seemed like everybody was a star in the Ruthless Aggression mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. no... That it seemed like the whole show was jam-packed full of stars. It was. There was no such thing as a mid-card. Because no, even no, the no, Intercontinental no, title no, seemed big. I don't, yeah. I don't mean to sound biased. Go ahead. But boy, Chris Benoit was was killing it during that era. Yes, he was. And, he was. You know, I, I'm a huge Benoit fan. Still am to the day. Don't I guess we'll get into this with the next part of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. But if if things should affect, if things from the outside should affect, you know. Yeah, matter of fact, I want to go ahead and jump right into that. We want to get into our topic of the week. Our topic of this week for the Legends topic is going to be, should things in the outside life affect your work? Which means either your personal life, your Twitter feed, your wife and kids, any of that. Does any of that affect what you do in ring? Are the push you get. 
or the push that you get because we've seen a lot of instances where there have been either uh, leaked leaked mm-hmm. pictures that have stopped people's push. We've seen Twitter uh, mm-hmm. rants that stop people's push. Yeah. We've seen like Instagram photos that have stopped people's push, and. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we've actually seen people's wife, kids, and personal lives exposed on TV because Lana had a smooth character, and now that we know who she really is, her push stopped. I think she's really getting. I think she's trying to get one as a wrestler, and I can I can respect that. But I prefer her as the managing ravishing Russian. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know. But we just want (laughs) to get everybody's opinion. Does your personal life affect your work life? Because we all know if we mess up at home, we get fired. You know, you do drugs on any job, go in and test dirty, you get fired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. UFC, you take uh, any type of supplements or anything that's illegal, you get fired. Steroids. Mm Uh, PEDs, performance mm-hmm. enhancer drugs, or any of that stuff, yeah. you get fired. So why shouldn't it be the same in WWE? Yeah. Right. What do you think of this subject, bro? Man, you know, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this time this whole time. I've been waiting on this <laughs> waiting to Go ahead. I got something to say. <laughs> First of all. Get it off your chest. I'm on the fence about it. I'm on the fence about it. I'm going to tell you why. The only reason why I'm on the fence about it is because if, if the WWE is going to do that, then they, they should do that all the way across the board. Yeah. Okay, and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, we all know about the allegations of Randy Orton. We know. Okay, we, we know about all that. He still has his job. Now, this stuff was going on way before now. This was, we're, yeah. we're talking about way back in 2005 when him, RVD, yeah. and Big Show yeah. got dropped dirty yeah. for weed because we know motherfuckers would sell, they were smoking weed all the time. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. But you, he's still on the roster. He's on, he's on SmackDown mm-hmm. every week. Right. You know, Enzo Amore was, was accused of something. He was found innocent, but they fired him. Yeah. yeah. You go back to Rich Swan. He was fired. Yeah, because his there, domestic well, abuse case was released, public. They, they both mutually re, um, came to an agreement. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're going to do that with those two, you can't tell me, oh, we can't do that with Randy because of how big he is. First of all, I don't think if Randy was missing from SmackDown, many people would even notice it. Randy Orton has not been in any big storyline in forever. But WWE's been doing this for a while because even with Austin, with Stone Cold Steve Austin, when he beat on Deborah. Yeah. They, they, they put the whole... That was public, too. She couldn't There's been a lot of domestic violence that mm-hmm. was public. Yeah. But see, you can't, you can't sit there and say, okay, well, these certain superstars over here can't do this, but these superstars over here can't. No, if somebody's going to get punished for doing something that they shouldn't have been doing... Let's talk about right now. With Brock Lesnar dropping dirty for steroids. True. Exactly. And Lesnar doesn't get punished yeah, or nothing. Right. Because he was acting out of order at some point in time. Mm-hmm. I forgot what On shit, SmackDown, he, he ended up snatching up Carmella. And, and they That's had the to, rumor. They had to have the, Eric Rowan and the Usos had to pull him off of Carmella. That's the rumor right there. But yeah. Yeah. So what? So what they, basically, what they probably ended up doing was saying, right. okay, this could be a volatile situation. Having Carmella and Big Cass on the same roster. Whose dumbass idea was that? To put both of them on the same roster. Now yeah. y'all just treated this man like he was an Amari. 
Oh, but they let that shit go. Not only did they let that go public, they made them work together. Yeah, and I think that that was still a pretty good feud because it was real. I think that was the best feud, probably. It was real. Just like TNA when they did the Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle thing. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, but to, not to get off subject, but mm-hmm. nah, I'm, I'm on the fence about that. Because if you do something messed up and the punishment is getting fired or whatever, then there's so many superstars that shouldn't be there. So I guess they classify it like, okay, well, this is class A, this class B, this class C. Is I mean, it, it's got to be. It's got to be because we don't, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you consider a bad offense to get fired because say say it's something like as as small as you say something on twitter racist right and then you get you, you know you go back down the ladder or you get you fired. go back down or you get yeah. fired but what if it's you, something as public yeah. Hogan was out for a while, I think, wasn't he? Okay, he he says something racist, but mm-hmm. what if it's something as big or as public as a relation, a domestic abuse relationship, or even as leaked nudes? Because that's supposed to be private. So is it really your fault? Now, then, okay. Now this leads into what I was going to say because. But the way I see it is, if you post it on your social media, then it's fair game, okay? You post something stupid, or you do something stupid, and then you post about it, then you deserve whatever you get. But if you are, like, hacked, or someone records you and you don't know it, then... Oh, Paige knew it! I mean, she was... She was a hack, though, Art, and then it was leaked. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't think that's really her fault. You know, like, when people are doing things to private stuff and then going public with it, public with it, then... You don't know, you know if it's really right, their fault. Should right. they be you know, it's kind of that? It's kind of a halfway with me. I don't know. See, I'm... I'm I think that there should be classes of offenses. Okay, they live a different life. Like you, you're a superstar one minute, and then you have your normal life when you when you off the road. But see, right. that's where I I think that it's it's not that. I think that once you're a star, you're a star. You're never yours again. You're not yourself again. You're that star all the time. At least when you're public with it, okay? On social media or something, then you got to act a certain way. So that's that's my point behind it because I haven't, I don't see Beyonce clowning out here like that. I don't see Drake doing that type of shit. Yeah. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So once you're a superstar. WWE superstar and whatever you do outside of work, should that be used against you as far as like okay let's let's talk about Hall of Fame mm-hmm. cause you just said you told me earlier you was watching um, wrestling since the 80's yeah so I'm sure that you know a guy by the name of Dino Bravo yes yeah I know Dino should he not be should, should he or should he not be in the Hall of Fame over what he did in his past now it has nothing to do with wrestling but it, I think the only reason why they wouldn't do it is because of how he died I mean, because when Dino's not up there to accept his ring, 
but, like, okay, well, but see, that's the same. Dead. That's the that. same thing as China not being in. Right. Benoit not being Owen in. not being. Owen not being in. You know what I'm saying? Because of the way they died or you know, what they reasons. were doing when they left. I guess. I guess you could say that there's reasons. China died over an accidental overdose. But right. China was a porn star when she finished when she, when she left the WWE. I mean, she did a so couple movies. She, she did a lot of porn. Porn before uh, she entered WWE. She did a lot of porn after. Right. Now, see if you to Google China during her WWE stint, if Google was out back then, I think mm-hmm. back then it was probably Ash Jeeves or mm-hmm. Bing or some shit like that. If you would have did that back then, then what would have came up was China's accolades for WWE. When you Google her now, the first thing that pops up is porn. That's what I'm saying. So it's not her personal life is obviously going to affect it. Yeah. So the whole thing is anything that you do in your personal life, once you become that superstar, Mm -hmm. you ask, you got what you wanted. You got exactly what you wanted. You wanted to be a famous wrestler that people worldwide chant your name and all that. So that means that your personal life also belongs to them, especially now in the age of social media, because I don't think you can make it without it. I mean, I wouldn't exactly go that that far with it. Like, people are entitled to do things in the privacy of their own home, though, aren't they? Yes, in the privacy of their own home. And that's why I was saying, if you don't, if it doesn't, if you don't post it on social media, I think it shouldn't be fair game. Okay, and uh, I know that uh, I'm bringing up the situation we talked about uh, earlier with, with Hogan, because basically what I just said pretty much supports his his argument but uh i can't forgive what he said yes but it was a private conversation yes that's true that's why i still feel like wwe picks and chooses who's gonna put his punishment on yeah totally perfect and bam bam bigelow both died of a cocaine overdose Mm -hmm. okay perfect's in the hall of fame bam bam's not yet but they both End up in WWE video games. Yes. That's true. Meanwhile, you got somebody like Tess mm-hmm. who died of an overdose. They barely even acknowledged that, man. Yeah, and Tess deserves to be acknowledged. Yeah, Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, we get you wrong. I get exactly what you're saying. The bias is real. It is. And it's unfair. Totally unfair. Crash Holly was another one. Like, you couldn't have the hardcore division during the Attitude Era without Crash Holly. Now, if you look back at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you how do you not make reference to him? Yeah, that's like, like totally. It's like Brian Pillman. Like, I'm a huge Brian Pillman for that. Me too. They don't say nothing about him, but it was already proven. He didn't, he didn't mean to kill himself. No. Like, the dude was in a lot of pain. He wasn't the brightest. Cause he's still going out there working, knowing that his ankle messed up. He he overdoses on on painkillers. His heart basically just gives out on him. I'm like, but, but at least they acknowledge him. I mean, they put him in wrestling video games. He's still not in the Hall of Fame. But I'm like, man, y'all pick and choose who you who you're gonna who you're gonna praise and who you're not going to. I mean, we all know what the problems Eddie Guerrero had. Yeah. Then he got clean. We know the problem is Road Warrior and um, Hawkeye. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, man, they still had those problems. Unfortunately, if the stuff they said about Chris Benoit was true, he, I mean, he, he hung himself. He killed himself. So he didn't have a chance to, you know, get clean or whatever. I mean, dude snapped and killed everybody in the house. Yeah, that's what that's what the what it says all yeah. over the news and all that stuff. Yeah. He killed everybody, yeah, like, wife, son, and me. himself. It's still hard for me to believe that that's how that went down. I mean, maybe that's just because I'm a fan of his. Maybe if I wasn't a fan of his, I would think a lot differently. You don't want to believe something like that. But the moment that WWE found out what happened with that whole situation. There's been no more mentions of Chris Benoit. You can use his moves in that ring. Daniel Bryan does, to me, Daniel Bryan does his headbutt. And everybody uses that Chris Benoit face. Yep. And they will not make reference to it. We yeah. all know where that move came from. We man. all know. We know that's Chris Benoit. But yeah. to be honest, though, I mean, I don't mean to contradict you, Hero, but with Benoit, I think that uh, they might have a point there with not acknowledging you know, him no, or pretty much what he did. Have a point in not acknowledging him if that's what really happened. Right. My whole thing was, it's like, okay, the moment that, like, let me ask y'all, do y'all believe everything that you hear? No. Not everything. You know, okay. I definitely so, don't. Let's say Benoit didn't do that. Let's say that he, de- he, he did not do that. Even though we know what everybody else is saying, let's say Chris didn't do that. Now, mm-hmm. from 2000, from June 24th of 2007, all the way to now, we have not, WWE has not been mentioning his name. Not, not since the, the Raw tribute. Yeah. After the Raw tribute, they That's never it. said his name again. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's say he didn't do that. Now, that right there, they keep talking about first ballot, Hall of Famers and stuff. That That's Chris Benoit. So, my whole thing is, why didn't y'all look a little bit deeper into that situation? Because, I mean, I can't be the only one that's looking at that like, man, that don't seem right. Yeah, it definitely sounds suspicious to me. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounded suspicious to, when I heard it from the beginning. But, yeah. I mean, what else do we I have mean, to go off of? I mean, that's the common no. story. I mean, that's what people believe. That's what they're going with. Yeah, what else do we and have to go off of? differently, I think that's, that's, the, that's the story that people are running with. And yeah. not only that. I mean, I, I just don't know what could have possessed that. Everybody say Roy Them head injuries, injuries and, I think it was. I mean, you never know how deep it got because Chris Benoit took some shots, boy. I mean, they said he had the, he said he had the brain of like an 80-year-old or something, and it was, it was heavy was brain damage. Yeah, that's what it was. It that's was heavy what, brain and that's damage. That's what I'm saying, man. It, it's it's crazy how, and that's why the policy is the way it is. Right. So if I wanted to see wrestlers mutilate themselves anymore, then I would watch all that other stuff. I don't want to see that no more. I don't want to see nobody hurt themselves or go home and hurt people, hallucinating, yeah. thinking that they still in character. Yeah. Yeah. I can see. And see, to answer your on. question, though, that's why that's the reason why I'm on the fence about it. Because I'm like, if we really, if WWE was really going to sit there and say, okay, if you do X, Y, and Z, we're gonna have to let you go. A lot of people on that roster will probably be gone by now. I can totally see We might see not that. know that they do. They, these folks got road stories for days. Well, I'm pretty sure a lot of these people that did some dirt. I feel like I feel like anything that's made public. 
That's that's what happens. Okay. You know, that's, that's what happens. What we go period. I feel like once you a superstar, you got a certain mm-hmm. type of character you got to maintain. Not just in in your wrestling work. I feel like in life, you got a certain standard that people look at you. They look at you above them. You're not regular no more. I mean, you can't just do regular shit no more. I don't think that that's exact. That's exactly fair, though, Art. I mean, they're not perfect. They're not machines or but something. We, but they, but fans. If you are a fan of something, a fan looks at you as being almost perfect. But fans, you know what I'm know, saying? And, and that's what I'm saying. So keep it out the public. Keep it out of the public unless you want people to judge you right, on that. You think Snoop Dogg ashamed of smoking weed? No. No, that's what people judge him on. And after a while, they got to look past the weed. If a person come and say they a porn star, after a while, you stop even noticing that they a porn star. Basically, you say what I just said, though, are like, Keep it up. What you post on social media is fair game. You know, we we pretty much have the right to judge what we see on social media. If Not you post just it social media. If you do some shit out in public and you think that you ain't being filmed, believe me, it's cameras everywhere. If it wasn't, we wouldn't get parking tickets in the mail or mm-hmm. get stoplight red, uh, red light tickets in the mail. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah, that's true. You are being judged 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you are a superstar, act like a superstar. I can Don't go behind closed doors and beat on your girlfriend. If that's what you do, do that shit in public and let us judge you on it. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, that's my problem with people thinking that that's my personal life. That's my personal life. Quit posting it. Don't make your personal life public. Everything Paige did with Alberto Del Rio is fucking him up right now. But yeah. she thriving yeah. off of it because she looked like the victim. Yeah, that's true. Now she the SmackDown general manager got a job forever, can't even wrestle no more. Yeah, that's unfortunate too. And the yeah. reason is because all that was made public. She didn't hide from who she was. That's why I can respect Paige. Because everything uh-huh. she did in public, she took it on the chin and said, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was me that was having sex with the NXT belt. Yeah, that was me that had the sex tape with Xavier Woods. Yeah, that was uh-huh. me. I was with Alberto Del Rio talking shit on y'all. Yeah, that was me. They was like, all right. It's better if you could just live up to what you did. But quit acting like your personal life people ain't gonna see everybody personal life we see at this point in time it's the age of social media and i think that's one of the problems it's of the age, age of technology i think that's one of the problems of this age man people are too nosy god learn to mind your own yeah. i think that's what we should do learn to mind your own yeah hey. that's that, that definitely the problem i think that's I mean, that's probably the biggest problem too nosy nowadays but that's the thing. When you when you agree to be a superstar, that's exactly what you are. You're a superstar. I mean, even people who aren't famous still get this stuff. You know? Yeah, that's true. People who aren't famous. What extent do you say, okay, well, that right there, that's enough? That's, that, that's my question. Like, how do WWE decide, okay, well, this person has to be let go? At what point do you say that was too far? I don't know, like, but... Randy, Randy be fired? I don't know, 
But we got to wrap this thing up. We've been holding this conversation <laughs> for a long time. Hey, tell the people where to reach you at, man, if you want to. Oh, man, I'm on Facebook. Just type in Rolling Rice. I'm on Facebook. That's the only social media platform I'm on. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> hit them up. Rolling Rice on Facebook. Y'all know where to hit me. Our dog one on Instagram. And uh, Arthur Quinn on Facebook. Matthew Lindsay 677 Instagram, Matthew Lindsay Facebook. Uh, anything to say to the people wrote before you go off? You got a couple seconds. Man, just, I, I'm glad that I was on here, man. I had a good time. That's what's yeah, we up, like having man. you too, brother. Hey, thank you for joining us, Ro. This has been another what's episode up? of the Sons of Legends. I'm our dog with MJ Gunner. Peace. Peace out, people.